Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's more than a podcast. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify him as we broadcast the Lord's grace and God's wrath. More serious than a bomb blast. Full disclosure inside the title. No surprises, simply put, guys with Bibles, yeah. Just some regular reborn reformed cats If it's in the Bible, then they're gonna speak on that Cause the scripture is the final word okay. Competing ideas, quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured <laughs> yeah. We were lost in the darkness of night immersed in sin But then the, the light, light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ that shines light The word in Genesis that assigned life in hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power of the gospel Yeah, yeah Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to Guys with Bibles. I'm Lee. And I'm Sean. We're recording a little bonus episode tonight about a mutual interest of both of ours, which is journaling. Oh. And, I, you know, there's so many ways that people journal, and I think um, I'm just, I'm looking forward to talking about the way that, that we do it ourselves and what we journal about. So we're going to break the locks off of these journals of ours. <laughs> right. Talk about it. <laughs> right. Oh. So, well, first off, this is take two because my computer <laughs> is crap. <laughs> um, so hopefully it, it doesn't mess up again. But um, – what we were talking about, what was it, Lee? We were, uh, I ask you what, what journals or what, yeah. What journals you were using? Okay. Well, I am using a, I guess kind of a standard size exceed brand notebook, which that's a brand from Walmart. Uh, and they're incredibly good. I love their paper. It's nice and heavy. And um, it does great, equally well with pencil as it does with a fountain pen. Um, and I use both of those, but I use pencil more. Um, and I'm just really impressed by them, especially for the price. They're just incredibly well-priced for as good of a product as they are. Um, they, I mean, they, it even has um, two ribbon bookmarks. They're not great ribbons, but I mean, most journals have one very short ribbon that's basically like... Um, it, it might as well not even be there because it's basically useless. right. Even even a moleskin, which uh, used to be my go-to journal, only has one pretty tiny little weak sauce ribbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is too bad. Yeah. Um. So I use one of those, and I use that primarily for, um for journaling based on my daily Bible reading. So when I get to a passage or a verse or something in my reading, I will stop and journal either about, you know, about what the passage means as kind of a commentary or the reasons why it struck me as I read. Sometimes I write out a prayer based on uh, the passage or chapter or whatever that I just read. Uh, Sometimes it's a combination of all of those, just depending on what's going on at the moment. And I, I really enjoy that a lot. Um, that's been helpful to me. 
Um, then I also use Field Notes pocket notebooks. And I have one going right now specifically for show notes for the show because despite how it may sound, <laughs> we do a lot of work to get ready for these episodes. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so all of my discussion notes and stuff that I bring up, like when we're talking about a, a chapter of Scripture, like we're going through Ephesians right now, all those Ephesians notes are in one particular field notes notebook. And then I also have... Baron Fig Vanguard notebooks. Is that the soft are, cover? They, yeah, that's the, the soft cover, um, perfect bound, um, lay flat notebooks. Right. And I have that in a, uh, a really awesome leather journal cover made by Brock Childers and his For the King trading company. So I carry around my uh, note that notebook in that uh, leather cover, and that is where all my blogs start. As I handwrite them all out, uh, and then I type them later. So it's kind of part of my editing process to make sure what makes it onto the website um, Isn't is good. heresy. Yeah, because I kind of <laughs> I kind of beta. <laughs> I am my own beta reader. So when I transcribe my handwritten blog and type it into Google Docs to share with you guys first, um, that's kind of when I catch either my misspellings, hopefully, or or my mistyping, and uh, and also the content too. So sometimes the blog changes a lot going from the notebook to Google Docs. Which yeah, that happens. I, to me. I enjoy that. That happens to me too when I'm, I I also write out my blogs before I type them and uh, I always end up changing something that I've written. Mm-hmm. Um, and Semper Reformanda. Yeah, yeah, I'm always <laughs> reforming. <laughs> always. So those are kind of my three main journals, and I, I never put everything in one journal at one time, so it's always spread out between several journals. Um, I, I kind of have an idea, I mean, I'll talk about this later, but an idea of how to unite them all. But, um, Sean, what, what journals are you using right now? Well, I'm finishing up my standard-sized moleskin soft cover journal. It's been a good journal, but... Uh, I You've been g- a good journal. <laughs> But I'm I, I think I got room for about ten more blogs, it maybe, depending on their length, and then uh, this sucker will be completely full. So I'll put that on the bookshelf or something, and keep it. And uh, I have that's for my blogs. I have, <clears throat> sorry, I have a full size Exceed soft cover notebook. Yes. Uh, the big one, the big Bertha. Really big. Those are so. Those are so nice. But uh, I use that for sermon notes, or if I'm at home reading and I'm sitting at my desk, I'll have that out. I can jot something down in it. I also have a hardcover Exceed, um, standard size. I think this has like a hundred and some pages in it. They're they're pretty thick. For the size, uh, actually, that they are. it's what two hundred and forty yeah, pages, that and it's about a right. it's a dot grid, and uh, I'm using that 
now don't laugh at me. I've mentioned this before on here. <laughs> I'm using that to write my Dungeons and Dragons adventures. Yeah. <laughs> You're all kinds of nerd. Oh, yeah. Coming from every direction. Um, but I actually prefer the soft covers over the hard covers. The hard cover doesn't lay as flat. Um, it's true. Uh, I, when I started my Exceed, I kind of have to either um, hold my my writing hand at an angle or I have to use my non-writing hand to hold up the front cover so it's level right. so I can write. It's the one complaint I have. Um, and then I also have a pocket Exceed that's a hard cover. It's ruled. Um, and I use that for like my da daily carry, just if I need to remember something, I'll jot it down. And, uh, I always have my timber twist bullet pencil with me. Timber twist. But I also use that like on breaks. I, I work in a warehouse, so I get a few 10 minute breaks and then a 20 minute lunch. So what I do is I sit down and just reflect on, scripture that i read that that morning or the evening before and uh, i always have my csb bible app on my phone because most of the time i don't bring my bible to work just because i don't want it to get grease or something on it it's very dirty in there so um i'll get my csb bible app out and maybe just read a couple verses and jot down you know, some, something that comes to mind that I could blog about from those verses. But my main journal is... I have an Edwards journal from Brock Childers and For the King Trading Company. Ooh. And uh, what I have in here is it takes the A5 journal refills. So it, it can hold four of them. So I have... I have three journal refills in here. I use one for scripture reflections. I'm trying to consolidate and condense everything into one journal so I can carry it all with me at the same time. And then I also started a prayer journal. So try to sit down either in the morning or in the evening. And as I'm praying... I kind of use writing as a form of prayer, I guess. So I'm writing the prayer that I'm praying as it comes to mind. And then I can look back on that later, if need be. And I also bring this journal to, to church with me. And then at Sunday school, when we ask if anybody needs anything for us to pray about, uh, I write all those prayers in there so I can pray for them throughout the week. Oh, yeah. I have a notebook for that, too. I totally forgot to mention that. And um, <clears throat> I I think that's really helpful. I use that in my daily prayer, too. Because, yeah. you know, you get in the middle of, of praying, and you want to pray for people, and then your mind either goes blank, or you come up with the same people or situations that you're trying to pray about over and over and over again. And right. I really, it's really helpful to keep that list. Is that in your full-size notebook, or is that a pocket notebook? Um, that's actually in my, my Edwards journal. Oh, okay. I, I keep that. Um, and then I have another journal 
the third journal refill in the Edwards is for blogs or ideas for blogs, um, which turn out to basically be short devotionals. Mm-hmm. And then I also carry around a Table Talk magazine in there as well. Oh, yes! So... I had to get they that are in there. The perf- they're the perfect size for those uh, journal covers that Brock makes. They're, it's like tailor-made for those little magazines. Those are so good. But if you do not, if you have never read Table Talk Magazine or you don't know what it is, please check it out because it is probably the standard for a Christian magazine. And it really, this would be the perfect time of year, too, because this is when the um, they give some price breaks on gift subscriptions. So let get your people to, to buy you a gift subscription to the magazine, and they'll save a little money on it. They'll support a great ministry, and you'll get, well, I mean, depending on how long of a subscription, but you'll get monthly content. Uh, they always have great articles, great art, too. Um, that's kind of yeah. the, don't sleep on that art. It's it's they got great covers. Yeah, um, and then uh, devotionals, daily devotionals for the whole month are, are also in the magazine too. Yeah, That's and like I think right now good. they're going through Second Kings and Second Chronicles. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, they're they're going through the historical books, so they're like finishing up Kings and getting into Chronicles. Yeah, by the end of the month they'll be in like Ezra and Nehemiah. So, <laughs> I remember those books. Yeah. Yeah. Since I started McShane, I haven't read any of those this year, so I feel like I'm kind of missing out. Oh, you haven't read any of the historical uh, books? I haven't. Well, I've been reading them in McShane. I'm oh, actually okay. in. I'm in Second Chronicles right now. Oh, but I, I haven't am. been okay. able to read any of the Table Talk devotionals at all this year. Oh, yeah. You know, I get they're very good, um, but I tend to study scripture the way I want to. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm very Baptist. You're not going to tell me what to read and study. Uh, <laughs> this is my barbecue. But they're great to read, and I learn a lot from them, but what I tend to do is just kind of skim through that part a little bit. I mm-hmm. get it more for the articles. Um, Dude, December's so. is going to be so good. I know. It's all about the Trinity. Oh, man. I just got mine in the mail the other day. That's going to be good. I digress. <laughs> so I know, <laughs> that's what this episode's all about. This is one big digression. Yes. Um, you mentioned your uh, Timber Twist bullet pencil, but I have to ask. So, you know, we're talking about journaling, but what um, writing implements do you journal with? And do you think they help or hinder the process at all? Okay. Okay. I see where you're going. <laughs> no um how much better is pencil than pen i can so I can much be literal about it uh there's not even it's not a comparison <laughs> pencil wins every time um, unless you're signing a check basically yeah but i i also forgot to mention i write all over my bible some people don't lee i know you <gasps> Lee, I know you don't really write in your Bibles. Not in my good ones. Um, Not my pricey ones. But my, I have, I also have a CSB that's rebound and distressed calfskin from Brock Childers. Man, Brock, this is basically a big ad for Brock. Yeah, I love, I I love you, Brock. 
I love you. But I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to tag him when we post this on the Facebook page. <laughs> um, he should sponsor us as well, Brock. <laughs> Remember that. For, so for, uh, before we get any further, for the, for the King Trading Company, I think that's the official name, yeah. is a, basically a side outlet for Brock, who's a pastor in Louisiana. Yep. And um, it's basically supplemental income for him and his family. And yeah. I'm, it's amazing. You know, he's, he started out very simply with the leather notebook covers, and he's expanded into bags. and Oh, and they look uh, so good. Oh, the Rebound Bibles. Dude, that duffel bag on there. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I want it so bad. <sighs> so good. But, he's he's very talented in the leather works department. Yeah. And um anybody who's looking this is going to be like a holiday gift-giving guide or something, but yeah. if if you know anybody that's looking for a journal cover or a bag or I mean there's all sorts of stuff, you should really should check out um uh, For the King Trading Company on Facebook. I think that's the primary storefront storefront for him. Um Definitely, definitely worth looking into. Great, great products. I stand by his handiwork. Uh, his his material would make really great gifts for uh, the people you're looking for. So, big big love to Brock and uh, for the king. Um, go shopping anyway. Yeah, his he also has. There's like a main website he has too. Like you can go to not just on Facebook and <gasps> oh, is that it has, right? And he has all his stuff laid on laid out on there. So. And there's oh, a lot man, more, good. it's a lot more descriptive on what the products are and what, what is in them and everything. So it, it's pretty awesome. nice. Awesome. But I, I tend to, when I write in my Bible, I don't usually use pencil. Um, I have black Sharpie pens cause they have, they're cheap. Those are great. And, you, uh, you get the fine tip. Yeah. The fine tip. They're cheap. It's just black ink. It's archival ink, so it doesn't bleed through, and it dries really fast, so it doesn't smear. And I have Sharpie highlighters. I will highlight whatever sticks out to me in my Bible, and then I write with my pen next to it whatever notes or thoughts that I want to write down real quick. The It's not a wide-margin Bible, so I don't have a lot of room, but I love the Bible so much, I just want to scribble all over it. So <laughs> that's what I do. But when I'm journaling in anything that has to do with anything, I'm using a pencil. Yes. Um, I always use pencil when I write. I just like the feel of a pencil over a pen. Uh, the, the sound that the graphite makes when it's scratching across the paper, the smell of the pencil. You have the to stop. The vibration of the... I love the the feeling, the feedback that you get in your hand when you use a pencil. Yeah. It's so visceral. And uh, you have to stop and sharpen the pencil. and you ha- so Turn it. Ca- it's like smoking a pipe. You have to, <laughs> y- you have to slow down and enjoy the process, and you have to, you have to think. It gives you time to think. And, uh, yeah, it does. So... I enjoy writing with pencils, and my absolute favorite pencils are the Black Wings. Black Wing! Um, it used to be the 601. 602. Is it a 602? 602, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, Obviously, say, it, say it again and I'll cut it out. That way you... 
Nobody will know you got it wrong. <laughs> I used to enjoy the 602, but... But you moved on I've to jumped, bigger and better things. I've jumped ship, and now I'm a Blackwing natural guy. Yeah. All natural. With that firmer graphite, longer point retention. Yeah, it's a, it's an excellent writing pencil. The 602 is, too. Um, but if you're Pearl, a lefty, it's, it's not quite as friendly to your hand. That's true. Because the 602 smudges a little bit for lefties. It does, yeah. Now, the Pearl... I'm not a lefty, though, so they're on their own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking out for my lefties. My mom's left-handed. I have a lot Is of left-handed right? people in my family. Is that right? Yeah. But I'm right. Aw, you didn't... Man. <laughs> you didn't I got I... it. Oh, man. <laughs> it just wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... But I really like the Blackwing Pearl as well. But I have a pretty heavy hand when I write. Mm-hmm. Me too. So that that graphite does not last very long. It's very soft. That's actually more of an artist pencil, isn't it? It's definitely more conducive to being an artist. Yeah. Um, the The one thing I like about the softer Blackwings, so the 602 or the Pearl, I like. I really have come to like the Pearl more than the 602, is that... Um, it really does glide across the paper really easily. Oh, yeah. And so if I'm I'm in a mode of writing quickly, I can really I can really make that happen with a pearl or really any of the softer core uh, pencils out there. Although I think probably the pearl is the the top of that kind of um, number one or B uh, graphite yeah. B grade. Um, I, I do love the the gliding nature. And, you know, the thing they imprint on the side of the 602 is half the pressure, twice the speed. Yeah, I'm going to get that tattooed on my body somewhere. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it is true yeah, because with the softer graphite, it lays down a darker line with, with less pressure. So you can write quicker um, and and still get a, a decent line. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's pretty cool. The cool thing about black wings is they don't have your standard grades of graphite, <laughs> really. Yeah, they they don't they don't. They have their own them. system. Yeah, so it, I don't know. It's kind of cool. There's plus firm, uh, extra firm, balanced. Now I don't know of a ton of different authors that used black wings, but I know that Steinbeck did. Oh yeah, did. Do you know of anybody else? I think, I, know th- um, I think, I think F. Scott Fitzgerald used them some. Um, the creator of Bugs the Great Bunny, Gatsby? yeah, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, okay. Um, um, I think Ernest Hemingway used them sometimes. Hemingway, that was the other guy. Okay. Yep. yep. And then for some uh, reason, the- I had Mark Twain stuck in my head, but <laughs> he was a fountain pen guy. Yeah. Uh, he actually yeah. was the spokesman for Conklin fountain pens. And he had a great mustache. Yeah, he did. Oh, my goodness. That's like mustache it was, goals. It was like over-the-top great. Um, and then the the guy who created Bugs Bunny exclusively used Blackwing 602s um, for his, his uh, sketches. Was that uh, was that Mel Blanc? No, it's... Um, I think he's a Jones, actually. Lee Jones? 
<laughs> I wish. Oh my word. <laughs> Chuck Jones. Chuck, Chuck Jones. Jones. That's what yep. it is. Yep, he used black wings. And I mean they were they were the big thing, like Eberhard Faber um that made them. And they yep. made a lot of other models of pencil too, but it was like their flagship pencil. It was what they were known for with that um uh with that distinctive ferrule with the removable and replaceable eraser and uh, it was just they were miles ahead when it came to the design aspect and nobody's really been able to top them. No. And that's another nice thing about if you don't have a bullet pencil, there's lots out there on the market you can get. You can even get like old vintage ones on eBay for oh, like a couple so bucks. Cool. Cause they used to use them back in like this. What was it? Like the sixties and seventies for mm-hmm. uh, like an easy way to advertise stuff. They'd put like their business on the outside of the bullet pencil and, uh, like umpires and stuff would use them at baseball yep. games to write down stuff because they could fit them in their pocket real easy. And they were all really it is, huge with farmers. Yeah, yeah. My dad used to when when he worked on a farm. He 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 had a bullet pencil. He it does help used. protect the the point from getting jarred around and broken. But all it is is it's something that can hold a little nub of the pencil that's left so you don't have to throw the pencil away right away and it extends that nub enough where you can write with it comfortably so you can hold it because a black wing is not cheap um, no a box of 12 is like 25 bucks so mm-hmm. um, everybody just cringed when I said that but <laughs> it's totally worth it if you write a lot and and you can you, use them down to the down yeah. to the eraser basically so i sharpen them down till i can't even fit them in my sharpener anymore yeah that's when they reach i have a system <laughs> i'm such a nerd <laughs> i bet you do when they reach the like the k or the c on black wing on the side uh-huh. of the pencil yeah when, when the when i reach that with the sharpener it's time to take it and remove it remove the ferrule and it is now a nub for my bullet pencil yeah so then i have a little box for the nubs so i just toss all the nubs in there so but i typically use black wings exclusively but i also have baron fig archers those are good um i have general cedar points those are good i have this general's calendar here that you gave me yeah, I which love I those. enjoy. I'll I'll um sharpen both ends of those because there's no eraser or cap right. on it, and uh, I'll make it like a like a Darth Maul style pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that would work for me because when I'm writing, I tap the butt of the pencil on the desk. Oh, so yeah. I don't do that. Uh, but Blackwing also has the really cool limited. Uh, yeah, they call them Blackwing volumes, so they do four four volumes a year, so it's like a quarterly bonus release, and they're always you can subscribe, but then they're always in the general market too. Uh, but they are limited runs, so they run out eventually if it's a popular model, and so I like to pick those up when the style fits um, what I like. Yeah, they had a uh, one. The volume four was to commemorate the Mars rover expedition. Mm-hmm. And it's like this 
like flat, dark, burnt orange, and it has like these little grits into the the paint on the on the shaft, so it looks and feels like like sand, but like subtly, Mars. like subtly, it's, it's, not, it's not like, like you're holding sand. It's paper. not like it's annoying, but it's very cool. So cool! It's the coolest but, color pencil barrel I've ever seen. Oh yes, yeah, this—I don't even know how to describe it. Burnt orange is the closest I could get, but literally, like when you think of the soil on Mars, it's exactly the color that you think the soil on Mars. Would yeah, be. it looks like rust. Like that's the yeah. color. It's, it's a rusty color. But uh, and then there's the volume one, which is a very—it's completely—it's a round black wing, mm-hmm. which is great, but. I don't know. Cool. And then my personal favorite, the most metal pencil ever, is the Volume Thirty Three and a Third. Yeah. Which commemorates vinyl records. <laughs> it's so vinyl, it's metal. Oh, it's so metal. <laughs> this is like Darth Vader's pencil. Totally, dude. The only thing that would have made it better is if they had stained the wood black too. Oh, dude. Yes. Dude. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a nerd, so I save one of those back and I don't ever use them so I can keep it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or save the ferrules and you can stick them on other pencils too because they have really cool matte black ferrules. Yes. Well, I have I have one other question and it's back to uh, journaling that we were talking about before. Okay. Um, for you, what is the benefit of journaling? For you. Um, what good, what it, good do you get from it? It gives me a way to put what I'm thinking at the moment down on paper. It gives me a way to work out the thoughts that are in my head that maybe not be, they might not be complete at the time, but I can extend them out and work them out on paper because I'm much better at writing than I am at talking. I don't know why I just, that's the way I am. Yeah, me too. So I can write these things down and then later on down the road, I can come back to it and read it again and I can see growth. I can see things that I've, I've, well, I don't even know how to explain it. I can I can learn from what I've written before and continue to grow. But it's mainly just a way for me to get what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling down on paper so that I can remember it. Because when I write stuff down, I tend to remember it a lot better than if I just make a mental note. I'm probably going to forget that. Right. So I always enjoy writing for that reason. I can put stuff down and basically just explain to myself in a, in a sense what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking about scripture. That's almost all that I write about a scripture or theology or something like that. So, yeah, I think that, you know, this is a particular kind of journaling we're talking, talking about. It's not like, uh, like, the Samuel like Peace Captain's diary. Log. Yeah, like yeah, Captain's Log, where you're talking about a, a you're cataloging a day's events. 
I mean, you can do that. I do that a little bit when I write my prayers out, for instance. But really what we're talking about here is kind of our internal monologue, uh, what's going on in our heads and in our hearts, um, and usually with a devotional bent because, I mean, we're, we're Christians, and everything in our life comes back to Christ and, and what He's done for us and um, how He saved us and, you know, where we're struggling in our sanctification. Um, I think those are all worthwhile things to actually put down on paper, because um, you you create a record of of your journey, and I think it's really valuable. You know, when we when we tell our testimony, you know, it's always changing. So you know, if we're talking to people and telling them about you know where we've come from and what's happened in our lives and what God's done, you know, you as you continue in your life, your testimony changes, and I feel like it's a similar way, uh, but but it's on paper, and you know, like you said about like archival ink or even pencil is by its very nature archival. Um, you have a way of documenting your testimony, your your thoughts and concerns, and your prayers and your hopes and all these things. Um, you you're taking total. Um, you're making a record of of where where you've come from and where you're going, and I think that's really useful. Not only you know to process what God's doing in your life at the moment, uh, at the moment that you're writing it, but then also reflecting on that later um, because you may you may end up having written down something that you've forgotten about years later then like, oh man I remember yeah. when I was struggling with such and such or or so and so was sick and I was really concerned and praying hard for them and or you know when I was afraid about what was happening with my job or I had another job offer and should I leave this job to go to this other job or you know I have a kid on the way and you know I remember those feelings of what's going to happen when, when he or she's born, or, or just, you know, things like that. I think it's really helpful to look back on those things, uh, having written them down. And, um, and I, it's, a, it's something that I think inspires our gratitude to God for His providence and faithfulness to His covenant children, that we can, you know, we have the full promise that God is doing all things for the good of His covenant people, like it says in Scripture, and um, it's it's just nice to see the full progression of how that works out practically in the day-to-day life of a believer. Right. Yeah, and I forgot to mention this. One of the other big uh, pushes for me to write down everything that I possibly can, especially about things of faith, is I have two small kids, and when they're grown and I'm dead and gone... I want them to be able to have boxes and boxes of stuff that I have handwritten. Not because I wrote them, but so they can read it and, you know, continue to learn even after I'm gone. They can still, in a way, I can still continue to teach them in a way about God through what I've already written. Yeah, the the dad is the pastor of his home, and it... I think it would be really valuable for them that even after you are gone and they're grown, that you could still be ministering to them through your devotional writings or writings addressed specifically to them about things. Um, you know, that's I think that's one of the reasons that uh, we we've been given written language is yeah. so that we can we can write down those things so that we can continue to speak and encourage and spread the gospel even after we're gone. You know, I can't tell you how many 
um, how many writings by dead people that have um, really helped me in my faith. I mean, yeah, to this that, point, I've I've read more Christian books written by dead people than I have living people. Oh, and absolutely. Usually, the ones that are dead are of of better quality than the ones that oh, are written yeah. by living people. <laughs> oh yeah. The, so I'm I'm glad that you know Jonathan Edwards kept a journal. You know, I'm yeah. I'm glad that um, Charles even though it was Spurgeon. A, Charles Spurgeon wrote his sermons and his prayers, and and the journals. Um, the lectures to my students, for instance, for him too. I'm grateful yeah. even to speak of somebody who's still living now that um, even though it was against his wishes, <laughs> John MacArthur's kids um, recorded all of his uh, pastoral prayers from his 50 years of ministry at um, Grace Community Church and put those out as a book. <laughs> um, oh, that's he, cool. I didn't know He that. didn't want that to happen. Yeah, and they, they did it anyway. Um, and he he wrote an introduction for it and everything, and they made peace about it. But he wanted those to to stay private. But they right. are really good. Um, it's just one more way I think that um, Christians help each other in our sanctification is by writing these kind of things down and sharing them. Yeah, and that's that's when I'm when I'm writing in my Bible. It's my Bible. I'm writing notes that are for me. But I also have in the back of my mind, when I write this down, I need to make it so that when my son or my daughter has my Bible and they're grown, they can read that note and get something out of it. Mm-hmm. So, so I try to I try to keep that in the back of my mind. It's my Bible right now; it's not theirs. But one day it'll be theirs. And I have a few really nice Bibles that'll outlast me and last them through their lifetime. So I haven't written in any of the other ones, so maybe they can use that to write in. But this one that I have, I want to fill up with stuff, my thoughts, my notes, highlighting marks, you know, everything. And, And I want them to be able to go back and read that and learn from from where I was at now, from where I'm at now, I want them to read and learn and continue to grow even after I'm gone. So that's really important to me. So, I mean, they're only seven and five right now. So hopefully you got a lot of time lot. to write some things down for them. Hopefully God willing. Yeah. God willing. <laughs> Do you have, you have any other thoughts about journaling or any of that other, uh, the rest of the subject as a whole? Because I have one final semi-theological thought, and then that'll be all I have. I don't really have anything else, really. I mean, I just... The the backbone of my journaling is based in the Word. Um, everything that I write about is devotional based off of Scripture. So um, I don't really do, like writing on personal issues or anything like that. I, I, I try to stick to the word. That's my main focus. So cool. That's about all I got. Awesome. Well, um, you know, when it comes to journaling for me, I think that, um, I don't know why, but I think especially for Christians that we are more prone to write, and I think it has to do with the fact that um, 
God has always cared about writing. You know, from the from the beginning, God has inspired His people. He's given them words, um, but He's always uh, made them to write them down. So, you know, whether it started with Moses writing the first five books, and then he constantly told prophets to write down what they what they spoke, the word that he gave them. Um, you know, we move on then into you know the history books and. Uh, where the writers traced God's hand through periods of judges and kings, and then we move on and into the New Testament. People are, you know, the four, uh, the four evangelists write their gospels of the earthly ministry of Christ, and then apostles writing letters to the churches. Uh, the the Christian religion is about writing. You know, it's yeah. always been written down. So I think it's it's only natural for Christians to want to write down um, their experiences, to to write out you know theological works, to write out works of encouragement, all these kinds of things. Even though they're not you know at the level of inspiration that the Bible is, but there's just I think there's an impulse in God's people to write. And so I, I it's been important for me because I love I love to write, and it's been important for me to um, to read the Word actively which means with a pencil in hand. Yeah. And uh, to work out my own thoughts of how I approach the text or what the text um, means uh, objectively as a Bible study, but then also um, how how the, the text applies to me, especially in, in the moment that I'm in. Um, and then that leads me then to, to prayer, and I really enjoy writing out and cataloging those prayers that I'm praying at the moment, who I'm praying for and what I'm praying for. And But I also, I'm, I really enjoy writing out my praises to God, too. And all yeah. those things are part of prayer. So, yeah, yeah I think also, it just feels like a natural impulse to write all that down. Yeah. And I, I do want to say, we're theology nerds. Not everybody's a theology nerd, and that's okay. But... You do not have to, you know, be engrossed in theology to journal over scripture. It's it's actually a pretty simple thing. It really is. This is this is for you. This isn't for this isn't like your <laughs> This isn't your doctoral dissertation. Yeah. It's not yeah, a sermon it's... that you're giving before God's people on the Lord's Day. It's this yeah, is... it's for you. This is for you, so this is for you to go back and read later and to just get your thoughts out on paper. And I I always feel better after I write. Um, and, oh, me too. But it doesn't have to be anything really in-depth. that You could read anything that comes to mind when you're, you're reading Scripture and how that relates to you or, you know, if it has something... If you read the passage that your pastor preached over the, the previous Sunday, mm -hmm. go ahead and write down your thoughts about that and work that out and just continue to keep writing until you've exhausted it. And you'll be pretty surprised on what comes out Absolutely. Of, of your thoughts. If you just continue to keep writing and working it out and thinking it over and slow down and just keep thinking and, You'll be pretty surprised at what comes out because when I write, I sound really smart. <laughs> you do. You really do. And I'm and I'm not. 
<laughs> not at all. You know, some of my some of my most productive journaling sessions are after I've read like um, a Psalm of Lament or Ecclesiastes yeah. or something. Where yeah, Le- lamentations. Know, oh man, where you all of your complaints, all of the bad things that you think of that are going on in your in your little world. When you write them down and you complain to God about them, and inevitably, once once you once I've written that out, it just turns into praise. Yeah, and I, that is so um, cathartic uh, for me, especially. Uh, I'm sure it is for other people too, but yeah, um, I I do that as well. I'll I'll basically write a lament or try to, and uh, what when I read it back after I've written it, I'll like, I'll come back to it the next day and read it and kind of look at it from a different angle. And what I see is not this person complaining. I see this person putting everything they have, every hope that they can think of in God. And that's, that's, that's really what a lament is. It's not, it's a complaint, but mm-hmm. it's a complaint with hope and the promises that God has promised it's a, to It's us, a complaint so. and a confession of faith all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's not There's hopeless. nowhere else to turn to, and you have to turn to it. And I God, love, so. you know, since we've written that down, I love upon review later when you can go back to one of those and and you've gotten a, a good resolution to whatever it is you were concerned about, and you're like, yeah, exactly. God does answer prayer, and He yeah. answers him. He answers prayers with yes too. It's not always yeah, that, a no or a wait. It's a yeah. there's it, it's a yes. That's also true. Like if you go back and you read prayer or read prayer lists that you've written down for certain people that you've prayed about or prayed for, and you uh you go back and read those maybe years later and you can see how God has acted throughout that span of time Amen. through those prayers that you've prayed for those people and sometimes it turns out well I don't want to say good or bad because everything turns out for good in the end but but it's just interesting to see how God how God works and so journal <laughs> yeah if you do not journal now i'm not really for like the you have like the i know like crossway has all these like pretty fancy bible or journal bibling journals Good grief. <laughs> journaling bibles that have all this artsy pictures and you can doodle in them and that might be for some people i can't draw a stick man so i just try <laughs> to stick to words and they have journaling Bibles that have like a wide margin with it's ruled on the margin. So you mm-hmm. can write down thoughts and right. that's just not enough room for me. I write a lot, so I have a separate journal for it, but that might work for some people. Yeah. But I encourage you to, you know, you can buy a journaling Bible for, I don't know, 20 bucks. You know, you can get one from Crossway. Mm-hmm. So they're not real expensive, but I really encourage everybody to, Write down your thoughts as you're reading scripture, and you'll be amazed at what comes out. For sure. Because like I said, I sound really smart when I write, and I'm not (laughs) in real life. 
actually, most of the time, my goal for my blogs is I'm like, I got to get that one pull quote that's going to just knock everybody's oh, socks yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> just, this, just this grenade that blows up on the page. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But but I'm like, it needs to be edgy, but not too edgy. <laughs> But that's really all I got. I, yeah, I've, me too. I've me beat too. I've beat this horse till it's completely dead. So, well, Sean, where can they find us? Oh man! So you can go to our website, guyswithbibles.com. You can read our blogs that we've kind of been talking about for almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we really want you to read the blogs, guys. Yeah. Please just read them, or you can listen to our podcast feed on there. And it's a lot easier if you go over to iTunes or Google Music or the Google Store or whatever it is and search for Guys with Bibles and subscribe to us on there so you can listen to the podcast a lot easier. You can jump on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter and search uh, Guys with Bibles and follow us or join our Facebook group or whatever it is and... uh, uh, it, it's it's fun interaction on there, especially on Twitter. Lee is addicted to Twitter, so. And I fully admit it. <laughs> that's the first step to recovery, Lee. That's right. That's right. I'm on my way. <laughs> and then you can email us directly with any comments or questions. Uh, it's guyswbibles at gmail.com. And this is Guys with Bibles, and we're out. <laughs>